0: Hey there, Divorce & Beyond listeners. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanna give you a quick, exciting update. I am thrilled to share that our top five most downloaded episodes of 2023 are now on the website. These are the episodes that have been a beacon of support and guidance for many of you, and now you can easily access them too. So you can dive into powerful conversations ranging from Dear My Future Self, Why a Focus on the Future is the Secret Sauce of Divorce with Alex Beatty, to the eye-opening How to Do Divorce Right with top attorney Beth McCormick. Each of these five episodes, as all Divorce and Beyond episodes are, are packed with insights and expert advice, making them a must-listen for anyone navigating through divorce. So if you're ready to be inspired by our top five from last year, you can head over to divorceandbeyond.com and just click on top episodes to listen to these transformative episodes. Don't miss out on these empowering discussions. And now let's get started with today's episode. Stay tuned. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast.
1: When I got my divorce, I felt like I was walking down this really dark hall, and I, and I was scared to put one foot in front of another because I didn't know what was in front of me. And so I think a divorce coach ha- helps to shed light on the process and fill in a lot of those unknowns.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today, people, we're going to continue our January is Divorce Month series, and today I brought back one of our previous guests, Kelly Myers, uh, because we are going to do Day One with a Divorce Coach, Your First Steps, really focusing on the what nows if divorce is in your future in this coming year or whenever this this. Um, this event comes along in your life. And I realized, as much as I talk to you all all the time about how much I love divorce coaches, and I have seen the incredible difference that they can make in the course of a divorce for clients, as I've worked with them as a divorce attorney, as a mediator, and just having many divorce coaches in my life, I have never actually personally worked with one. Um, And I thought that it would be really interesting to talk with my friend Kelly, who is a very experienced and skilled divorce coach, to see what those first steps look like. So I asked her to come back. She um, has a lot going on in her life, but she made the time to join us. Um, So let me start with, you know, thank you, Kelly, for taking time out of your busy day to, to do this, because I think it's really important for people. They hear divorce coach, divorce coach, divorce coach from me and certainly others, but to talk about what that entails, what it looks like, especially in these early days, day one.
1: Well, thank you for having me back. I'm thrilled to be here and I'm thrilled to talk about this topic because I don't think people really understand what a divorce coach does and how they can really help you through this process.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you and I you know every time I hear a divorce coach, it brings to mind someone wearing a striped jersey with a whistle around yeah. their neck and a clipboard. Um, and and you're not wearing that, so you know clearly the the view of coach is a little out there and I or I a little different. It's not a, a sports team coach. What we're really talking about. Um, when I've heard and I've worked with a business coach and I've worked with different types of coaches in my life, executive coaching and that type of thing, you know, it's really an accountability partner, a communication partner, a person who helps guide you. And there's a tough love element at times in the coaching relationships yeah. I've had, but it's not someone who's sitting there and telling you to drop and give me 10, right? Correct.
1: I, sometimes I will clarify with people because it gives them a different visual of a coach and sometimes I'll say it, it's like being a consultant right um, because divorce is something if you've never done it before and quite frankly even if you have each divorce is different yeah you don't know what first step to take I, I, I think I've, I've said before when I got my divorce it felt like I was walking down this really dark hall and I and I was scared to put one foot in front of another because I didn't know what was in front of me and so I think a divorce coach ha- helps to shed light on the process and fill in a lot of those unknowns.
0: Yeah, I think you're 100% right. And it's it's interesting because I think back to my divorce and keep in mind divorce attorney, been through this a few times with other people, but when it came time for me to start my divorce, I was in a bit of an echo chamber myself of, not knowing certain things, and it would have helped me a great deal at that time to have a coach. But uh, you know, this is many, many years ago, and, and divorce coaching really hadn't come to the forefront the way that it, it it has thankfully today. And and coaches are such an asset to people, especially as I am always saying, the earlier you get a coach involved. And one thing that you said to me as we were talking about creating this episode, to, there are really two main ways that clients present to you that they come to you in two sort of different tranches of where they are in the process. And I thought it might help people to know this um, because they may not be thinking at this point of where they are, if they're in one of these two buckets, that it's time to reach out to a coach. So so let's review sort of those two, although people come to you at all different stages, I know, during the process, but the two main ones.
1: Absolutely. The two primary ways that people come to me is either I I know I'm unhappy. I think I want a divorce, but I don't really know. I don't want to blow up my family. I don't really, this is a, a big decision. I don't know, right? Or the people who are like, I know I want a divorce, but I'm terrified. I don't know what first steps to take. So two kind of very different tracks. And a lot of people don't come to you or come to me, come to a coach until they're kind of like, I know I want to do this. And I find out there's a lot of grace when people will come to me at that place of I know I'm unhappy, I think it's because I'm it's my marriage and I want a divorce, but I'm not sure. I see a lot of people who who just really then once they decide to move forward in the divorce, just have a lot more clarity and peace about it because they've asked those questions, uh, you know, about their life. What do I want more of in my life? What do I want less in? You know, what am I inviting in if I stay in this marriage? What am I giving up? Those questions seem really simple. But when you sit and you ask somebody that, it's amazing how the, it, it's sometimes the light goes on and it's like, I never really thought about, you know, what am I giving up or what am I inviting
0: in that I don't want? Right. Or what am I putting up with? Or what am I just existing within? Exactly. and And there's a lot of,
1: you know... I think really important stuff that happens when you have that kind of conversation. Some things are identified that, you know, are related to the marriage. And some are things that the person can change on their own. Again, that process I have seen really brings a lot of clarity when they actually make the decision to divorce. They're really clear on their reasons.
0: Yeah. Well, and you just said something there that I want to jump in on because you pointed out that some of the things that may be uncovered may arise out of the relationship but you also pointed out some of it may arise from within and that is actually something that's very difficult often for people especially in the early days of divorce to turn that light inward to see what they do have control over and and where i always say you know we need to sort of own our own side of the street at times Uh, yes your spouse may have Certain things or roles and what's where you've gotten to today too, but there may be as you, as you said, you may have existed your way into certain things that you didn't want to invite into your own life, but but allowed to happen or to come in. So there's there's a lot of discussion, personal introspection that needs to be done, and a coach I know can be super helpful with that. But you know the other thing that I think is so confusing for people. As much as it is with picking anyone who goes on your divorce team, but I'm always telling people start with a divorce coach because then they can help you pick the rest of the team and get some clarity before you pick those members. But how do you pick that all-important first person? How do you find the right divorce coach? Because they're not all the same. It's not like there's one cookie cutter divorce coach that you all went to the same school and, and got the same whistle and are off doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, all coaches are not created equal and not all coaches are right for
1: every person. Right. I mean, it, it is a very um, personal and individual choice. I think it's really important to look at just like any professional you bring on your team. What is their background? What kind of training do they have? Have they just done one training and that's it? Is are, have they continue to learn more and take a deeper dive into this complicated world of divorce to really understand it holistically? Um, it, it, are they somebody who's really more focused on the emotional side of things, you know, internal issues, things like that? But every coach is different. And so it's important to really understand the background of your coach to help determine what do you think you're going to need most in this process, and then find a coach that has the training
0: that kind of meets that need. Yeah, I think that's a a really good point. And I'm just, you know, to be helpful to my listeners, could you just sort of go through what your training has been? Because I know you, you train extensively and have so many different qualifications. And I want to say, you know, not every divorce coach has this much experience and, and training, especially not in the vast plethora of areas that you have, but it's a good indicator of the different things that a, a divorce coach might have um, might bring to the table.
1: Absolutely. And I will say that one of my values around coaching is training and knowledge. And, and a big reason for this is because I had divorce professionals when I went through my divorce that gave me really poor information And if they had been trained in certain areas, I would have probably made different decisions. So that's a value of mine. I really want to make sure that I'm educated. So, you know, along that that path, I have done several mediation trainings. Obviously, you know, with you and Woody, I went through Northwestern's, Harvard's program on negotiation. I've done several trainings with Bill Eddy and the High Conflict Institute. I decided to get my paralegal certificate. So I had that legal background background. Uh, you know Christina McGee and I do the the co-parenting specialist certification training um uh, again one of one of my values around that is I saw how divorce impacted my children and if I knew the things now or then that I know now I think that um they would have been impacted negatively far less if if I had known better myself you know when you when you know better hopefully you do better I think that, oh, I've got, we, I did um, some disability uh, special needs training with Josh Um I am constantly looking for ways to improve my skills because I think that's what I owe to my clients.
0: And, and that's what I, did. again, want to emphasize. That's a lot of training. That is someone who is truly dedicated to to learning, training, and sort of being able to Uh, bring a myriad of skills and and strategies and just knowledge to the table. And we're gonna talk more about why knowledge and education is so important. And it's not necessary that you have someone with all of that background, but it's certainly helpful. And it's certainly helpful, say for example, if, as we know from many, many parents, the effects of the divorce on their children Um, and minimizing the negative impact, as you just were were saying, if that is a priority for you having a coach like Kelly who has the co-parenting specialist training created by Christina McGee, Kelly now actually is is one of the trainers for that training. So it's not only has she taken it, but she now teaches it. But having a, you know, for example, a coach who has that training obviously you're finding someone who's bringing the skill set that meets one of your needs. Um, If you're going through mediation or mediation is at the top of your list of potential ways to go through the divorce, having a, a coach who has mediation training and experience obviously is something that would be desirable and many people may not even know that that's possible to find a divorce coach out there who has that. So certainly asking and looking for a coach with specialized training can be very, very important and it's a very valid question to ask. I would assume that you're happy to tell people about your training, about what you bring to the table when they come to you and say, why should you be my divorce coach?
1: Absolutely. Uh, However, I will tell you very few people ask me what my training and background is. And and I think it's a really important question. It is is a vital question that the professionals that I refer my clients to, I really want to know what their background is. Have they done, what is the additional training that they do? Uh, Because it, it really highlights for me then what's important to them, where they put their time to learn more, right? So for instance, professionals that have taken the co-parenting specialist certification training that says they recognize the impact that divorce has on children and have taken time and resources to learn more. It's what what divorce professionals, additional training they do, it, it gives you information on, on what they
0: see and value. Yeah, I honestly, it always surprises me. And, and as a divorce attorney and mediator for years, same thing. Rarely would someone actually ask me about my experience doing what it was they wanted to hire me to do, and I would just say to uh, you know all the listeners right now, you absolutely have the right and should ask, but you do need to know what it is that you're looking for, right? That what it is that your priorities are. So be you know be going into that um, perhaps consultation. Knowing that there are different skill sets out there, knowing where you have perhaps um, special need for assistance, such as around your children, or you mentioned Bill Eddy's trainings. We've both trained with Bill um, in high conflict. You know, when someone reaches out to me, I get great deal of outreach from people saying, "Can you recommend someone in this? Uh, you know, in this specialty, in this area?" And I always write back. Please tell me more about your specific situation so that I can be certain to give you the names of people who are best going to be able to support you. Because again, generic is not really what you're looking for at this time, especially not with this all important choice of a divorce coach.
1: Absolutely, and you know there are there are coaches who have a more religious background, and that can be important to people. You know, we, we talked about there's disability informed coaches. So it, again, it's really understanding what your needs are and trying to find a coach that is that has some training and background that will be maybe better for your situation and needs. Right.
0: And and I would say I always told people when they interviewed me as an attorney or mediator that my suggestion was they interview at least two others. Before they made a decision, I would say the same thing here, folks, you know, go talk to and these days, with zoom, hello, you can talk to coaches around the country, um, around the world, really, but uh, you know, there's there's a plethora of people out there, you'll you'll be able to find someone you give yourself choices, even if you feel like you vibed or connected with the very first one. I, I always suggest you're better off knowing and and making that informed choice and taking your time. As I keep saying, you know, try to make reasoned and non-emotional choices as you go through this. And, and I just use that magic word, emotional. You said you listened to the episode that I did a couple of weeks ago, um, which is, I think, my first solo episode on the podcast in three years. But It felt like it was an area where I had seen so many people so many times make such big mistakes that I really wanted to do that episode on my own and try to get my point across that in that emotional time, the last thing you want to do is immediately jump into hiring attorney and starting the process, et cetera, because of the emotion. And as you and I know, fear probably, there's a lot of emotions, but I think they all boil down to fear. fear. Uh, and I think you've you've dealt with the same. What are you, your thoughts on the role of divorce coaching and dealing with fear? Oh, I have so many thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I just want to touch
1: on, yes, uh, there are so many emotions, fear being the biggest one, and that I don't know of a situation or a person who's made good decisions when they're embroiled with all these emotions, whatever the emotion is, right? So, I think what a divorce coach can help you do is identify what are these fears. You know, it, it, it's kind of like you know those the the rubber band balls that people would put together, yes. right? Well, it's kind of what what comes up in my head is, you know, all these emotions being that rubber band ball, and you don't know what to do with it, right? Except throw
0: it, <laughs> and it's just gonna bounce right back at you, by the way, because it's rubber. Exactly. You know, it's really it's it's
1: trying to undo each one of those rubber bands, identify what is this? Is this a financial fear? Is this a legal fear? Is this a fear about your kids? Is this a fear about where you're gonna live and, and you know your home? It, you know, if you if you use that or think about taking those rubber bands off and then putting them in piles, that's kind of what a divorce coach can help you do, right? It's yep. it's identifying what you each of these fears are, bucketizing them. Now you've got, okay, so here are all my rubber bands about financial fears. All right, now let's take that apart. Let's take it one at a time. What is your real question about that? What is your fear around? So sometimes a coach can really just help you talk about that fear a little bit more and then go, you know, what I heard there was you were fearful whether or not you'd ever have a retirement and would be able to retire. Is that? Is that something that resonates for you? Oh yeah. Okay. So what we need to do is is make sure that when you're talking to your CDFA, that we're addressing the retirement issue. Let them know that's something you're really fearful of. Is that a is it a valid fear? What can you do to avoid that? Con- you know that issue cropping up. But we can't get to the fears unless we unwind that rubber band or that rubber band ball, right? And so that's really what a coach can help you do is start to identify what the fears are, bucketize them, turn them into questions, so that when you are talking to the professional, and I, I know you you mentioned um, the podcast that you did by yourself, that having a team is critical. A coach can, can help you create your team. A good coach should be able to help you identify the team members and provide referrals for you uh, to be able to, to get those good team members working with you. And so then once you have that, you've got a, a coach helps you identify the fears, identify the questions so that when you're going to meet with these professionals, rather than spending an hour and only getting through one issue because you spent an hour upset about that issue, working through the emotions of that issue, you've already done that with your coach. So you can sit there and, and really get, get to the four, five, six questions that you have in a non-emotional way because you've you've done you've worked through that with your coach. So that becomes you become more efficient. The time that you're spending with your professionals is less costly because you are more efficient and you have a context by which you're asking these questions. Right. right? Which I think is critical, right? A lot of times you may know the question to ask but you have no idea somebody said, well, you really should ask, you know, your financial person this. But you have no idea why. Or what that would lead to in terms of the next question. So a coach can kind of put things in context for you, raise potential issues you may not have thought of, help you understand why that's important. Whatever divorce professional you're working with, really ready to have a strategic conversation.
0: Yeah. You know what you've just described is sort of how a divorce coach helps you curate the rest of your your personal divorce team. You know, something I always emphasize is not everyone needs the same professional. We just talked about it in how to pick a divorce coach. They're they're different and you may need a different divorce coach. Well, each professional on your team is like that. And what your divorce coach, I love this bucketizing concept of taking the concerns, the fears, breaking them down, breaking them down even you know more granularly until there are questions that can be answered, or and then the next question is you know built upon. And what you're doing there, let me explain what how fear works. When you hit fear with information and understanding and action steps and a plan and knowledge, which is power, you defeat fear. You, you you are able to get ahead of fear. And that is when you can start making rational decisions. Fear, and I've said this, I think I even said it in that solo podcast episode, but right, the thing that happens when we are driven by fear is we release all of these stress hormones that literally shut down our rational brains. We do not have the capacity to make rational decisions and reasoned choices when we are operating in fear. And so your divorce coach on the very first day one can help you get ahead of that fear and start being able to make those decisions. And it may not, it's not a day one process. You're not going to go see a day a divorce coach day one and be ahead of fear, but every foot you put in front of the other, every step that you take from that first one is going to start walking you along. And that's why we call, I wanted to call this episode, you know, day one and first steps. We'll talk more about about why first steps is important in a minute. You know, that is so, so important that people recognize the fear and recognize the role the divorce coach can play. Hello, amazing listeners. As we're navigating the complexities of divorce and beyond together, I've noticed how many of you are not just seeking personal growth, but are also passionate entrepreneurs and business-minded individuals. And that's why I want to introduce you to my other podcast, the Make Money Mediating Podcast. On Make Money Mediating, I dive into the world of business and entrepreneurship. It's a space where I share insights and strategies on how you can thrive in your professional life, especially if you're interested in the field of mediation or law, but really if you are a business person seeking success in any field. Each episode is packed with tips, stories, and bits of wisdom to help you grow your business and make an impact. So if you're someone who loves divorce and beyond, and you're looking to expand your business acumen or explore the world of mediation, the Make Money Mediating Podcast is your next must listen. Join me there after this episode and let's continue our journey of growth and success together. Stay tuned for more insights on day one with a divorce coach with Kelly Myers of First Steps Divorce, sharing the immediate benefits a divorce coach can bring to your experience you know, my spouse is going to say X to me. Okay, well, if you
1: know that, let's prepare a response. What would be a good response to that? I will help my clients come up with a series of responses because usually by the time you're, you're, you're getting divorced, you kind of know how they're going to react to certain things. And so I think it's really important to not be reactionary back. What is a thoughtful way that you can respond to them without getting hooked into
0: your old communication style? If you're finding this episode helpful, be sure to check out last week's special episode with therapist and author, Orisha Smolarski. She shares tips and insights on using attachment theory and styles to find a cooperative way to co-parent during and after your divorce. It's the best approach for your kids empowering co-parents and empowering individual parents to be able to
1: understand their own emotional landscape, to understand their attachment style so that they can create a secure base and secure foundations for their kids so that their kids don't take on the
0: burdens of divorce. And now we return to today's show.
1: On day one, when you meet with a divorce coach usually some of that fear goes away. You will get some information that either makes you go, Oh, okay. That's not going to happen or okay. It just shed light on what my next step is. And what I will say is sometimes when you have these fears, you may not get the answer you wanted, but getting a answer gives you the ability to to, to highlight, okay, but I can do this, right? I do have the ability to take a step in this direction. So it, it's it's that constant forward movement that we're looking for as a coach to help clients with
0: right and and once they're moving they're able to to not feel that inertia and overwhelm that so often is the just the emotional state of the first part of the divorce. And so I think people jump into doing and in taking action just because that inertia is so uncomfortable, yet they very often make the wrong jumps. And that's what I was talking about in that that episode. Another thing that I know that you help people with, that coaches will help people with, but I know this is something that, that's very um, critical and personal for you, is it is should it is not a surprise to hear that most people at the beginning of their divorce are not in a good communication place with their spouse. Yet they're making decisions that, if they could have good paths of, constru- of communication, it'd be great to uh, you know start making some decisions together, or at least know how to do that. And so, another thing that a good coach can help do at in these first steps is start helping people get out of those unproductive rabbit holes of conversational st- cycles and styles that they're in. Isn't that right? Yes, yes, yes. You know, another one of
1: my visuals, I, I, I think about, you know, when people are at that point in their marriage where they, they've decided they want to get a divorce, but they, they're still stuck in that marriage corral. Right. And it's this unproductive circle where they just keep circling this corral and keep you know going back to rehashing things that happened in the past, and 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 it's just this unproductive communication. And so, what a divorce coach can help people do is really identify where they get stuck. Right. Well, first of all, helping them out of that corral. Yeah. Right? And then over the fence. <laughs> exactly. You know, get out, get out. Identify, you know, lots of things, uh, lots of times what I will do is clients will share with me, well, I know, you know, my spouse is going to say X to me. Okay, well, if you know that, let's prepare a response. What would be a good response to that? I will help my clients come up with a series of responses because usually by the time you're you're, you're getting divorced, you kind of know yeah. how your spouse is going to respond. You're usually right
0: about that. Right.
1: How they're going to react to certain things. And so I think it's really important to not be reactionary back. What is a thoughtful way that you can respond to them without getting hooked into your old communication styles? So it's it's being thoughtful around that. How do you prepare for what you know is going to come when your spouse, when you say certain things to your spouse? How are you going to construct your communication so that you're not telling your spouse, what to do? You're not giving, you know, your opinion on something, your emotions. It's getting back to Billetti's Biff. How can you Biff your communication? And for those that don't know what that is, it's being brief, informative, friendly, and firm. Check out Bill's book on that. He's he's written
0: or his episode on divorce and beyond. He did an entire episode on Biff itself. Uh, and in fact, his to all our colleagues out there, he just came out with Biff for Lawyers. Um, I was lucky enough to be one of the uh, testimonials in the book for that, because let me tell you, as an attorney, I have Biffed other lawyers many a time in my life, but I digress. Um, I think that this is really a critically important part for people to understand about one of the roles that a divorce coach can play for them, because we so often see as divorce professionals working with people the harm that is caused and the conflict that is started or exacerbated because people stay in their old patterns of communication, which frankly don't work, are harmful, and only elevate their conflict um, over and over and just get into that repetitive cycle so that any possible positive forward momentum is cut off right from the first time they open their mouths. And yes. so this planning and this scripting and this forethought, how many people out there have had that like, ah, oh, afterwards, I should have said this. Um, and that's usually, you know, in response to, to someone's snarky comment, and you wish you would come up with your own snarky comment. But in this case, it's It would have been so much more productive if I had responded this way. But instead, I said what I always say or I did what I always do. Yes, to all of that. And you use the word
1: script. Script is a big deal for me. I think that it is vitally important that you script conversations that matter. Uh, The most important of which is when you tell your spouse that you want a divorce. I work with with my clients to script that. It it is not important to to bring up anything that's happened in the past. You've already been over that road over and over and over again, and you haven't come to resolution. So this conversation is really scripted to be forward-focused, acknowledging, empathetic, but forward-focused. Your goal here is to get your spouse on this path with you in the most positive way possible. So bringing up all the things that they did wrong, which brought you to this decision, is probably not going to get you there. Where you have this conversation is important. Follow-up conversations. Um, What divorce path you think is best for you and your family. We script that how are you going to try to get your partner on board with with this process so that you're not going down that litigation path when you don't need to how are you going to talk to your children about this right these are really important conversations that i see people just kind of off the cuff well and I, full disclosure i did that myself and to this day i'm embarrassed and feel bad about how i had that initial conversation and told my husband that I wanted a divorce. I I did it at a restaurant, you know, always in
0: public, right?
1: Yeah. How you start this process. And I know we both said this and so many divorce professionals will tell you how you start this process usually dictates how the process goes along. So if you start this and you put your, your spouse in a place of defense, you know, or you've just destroyed them because you weren't thoughtful about how you said it
0: or you had them served. Yeah. Which many people do, right.
1: Without even warning them. Yeah. How do you think they're going to react? Well, probably not well. So really the goal here, once you decide you want out of that marriage corral, okay. Now you got to reframe the relationship, and you got to be looking at what do you want. What is your goal for this process? So, what do you need to do within your control to try to move the process towards your goals?
0: Yeah, it's it's such a critical. I mean, that's the very first conversation in in the divorce path. Step one, first step. But there are going to be. Innumerable communications that you and your spouse are going to have that are different than many Hopefully are going to be different than many of the prior Negative conversations and communications you've had in the past and if your parents frankly you're going to be communicating For the rest of your lives as co-parents so starting to change from day one how you do that having these scripts You've talked about the script for how to tell your spouse you're getting a divorce. I have one on the divorceandbeyondpod.com website that uh, is a script for how you might talk to your spouse about going to mediation rather than litigation. Um, I'll link to that in the show notes for everyone. But having that all scripted out, having those communications in a more productive way, you know, you said it. Right. How you start your divorce has a great deal to do with not only how your divorce will unfold, as you said, but I want you to understand it will then dictate how your lives go in your beyond, because if you have a nasty start to your divorce and a conflictual adversarial divorce, you are likely to have a nasty conflictual adversarial co-parenting relationship after your divorce. It just doesn't, it doesn't just magically stop because the paperwork gets signed or a judge rules that you're now legally divorced. It gets exacerbated.
1: And I, I want to highlight how important that point is, particularly if you have children. And I know you mentioned this in, in the podcast the other day, but it is not the divorce that you know, is is negatively impactful to children. It is the conflict that they witness their parents have over and over and over again. And the problem is, is most of the conflict once you're co-parenting is usually over the children. And so the children then internalize that as if only I were better, if only I did things differently maybe they wouldn't be arguing. So that's where the conflict becomes problematic. And I think it's really important to point out, even if you're married and you have that conflict with your spouse, it's still damaging to kids. So the goal here is to try to find a relationship with your spouse, your co-parent, where you minimize that for your children.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's incredibly critical and and it's not something that people always understand from day one. Right, that how that ties in, and and so often you and I have both heard this oh, we don't fight in front of our kids, they don't know that there's any conflict. Trust us, they know, they internalize, They they do. Kelly's nodding, I'm nodding. You know, this is just something as professionals in this space who deal with this every single day, we know this to be true that your children know and they are taking it in, and so you know, there's, there's a lot to this. We have all our wonderful episodes with the fabulous Christina McGee. I highly recommend for your next steps. You move beyond actually Christina is coming on and, and I have a great episode with her coming up in February, but I Kelly, you know, is here today. We're talking about these first steps with the divorce coach, trying to get people to understand and see just the value that a divorce coach can bring. And to me, it's beyond value, but it's really sort of the critical part to starting your divorce the way you actually want it to go forward, right? The way that when you look back from your beyond, you're going to say, gosh, probably the smartest thing I did was get a good coach from day one. To underscore that, um, the name of my company is First Steps Divorce.
1: Uh, Because I believe those first steps are so critical. And my tagline is, from your first steps to your next with no regret. Because that's the other piece of this. Divorce is hard enough. But after divorce, living with regret of the woulda, coulda, shoulda, what I wish I would have done or wish I didn't do, I believe is worse. The divorce has an end point. That regret goes on. So those first steps you take and how you navigate this process really is critical, not only for your divorce, but for your beyond. Right.
0: And, and the reason my listeners know, I named it divorce and beyond because although you're caught up in the divorce right now and feel like it's the only thing that's happening in the world and that's completely normal and understandable, you have a beyond, it can be beautiful regret in that space and and all the other negatives that can come out of an adversarial acrimonious divorce for all of you and your family is is avoidable if these first steps go well and that's why you know i was thinking about i need to i i want to highlight the value of a divorce coach really from and in my mind i was saying from day one from those first steps and the light bulb i'm like oh my gosh Kelly's, you know, entire because you and I think so very similarly about this. So, I love the name of your your company and your coaching business. It's firststepsdivorce.com. If people want to get more information, you have a lot of I mentioned the downloadables that I have on divorceandbeyondpod.com. You have a lot of um, giveaway information and resources for people on your website, plus the list of you don't do just divorce coaching, or not, I shouldn't say just divorce coaching, but you have other, you do mediation, you, you work with people in a variety of ways, but you go deeper into the divorce coaching process with people if they want, you know, maybe to know more about next steps. Tell everybody just a little bit about, you, you've you mentioned um, the rebrand and the next steps how to reach out to you, what you'd like them to know about you and about first steps.
1: Well, the first thing I would like everybody to know is please reach out to me. And if not to me, another divorce coach, I am happy to talk to anybody. I I do free consultations because I think it's that important that that you reach out and you talk to somebody. You'll learn something from everybody you talk to. Um, As Susan said, you know, my website is There, Please go to my resources page. Even if you don't reach out to me, go to my resources page. Lots of videos there, lots of, um, you know, downloadable handouts that talk about different ways to communicate information on mediation, uh, just a, a co-parenting kind of do's and don'ts, lots of stuff there for you to take a look at. Uh, if I can leave the listeners with one thing and that is don't be afraid to reach out and talk to professionals. That is going to be your greatest source of init- of, of information in the initial stages. It is well worth the time. You will learn something from everybody, even if it's what you learn what you don't like about working with a certain professional. There are certain things that you don't like, you know, in terms of process or personality. So take the time to do that. This is, the divorce is incredibly important and it will build the foundation for your future. So take the time to do it intentionally and with the help of, of good professionals.
0: Yeah. Build that team. I couldn't have said it better. And I'm so delighted. I'm so happy we got to do this episode because I think, um, there's an incredible amount of value in the golden nuggets in here are going to be so helpful. It really, I it underscores what I, I continue to say to people is these decisions, these first steps you take will determine your path for years to come. If not, for your entire beyond so be very intentional and careful about how you do this so kelly thank you so much for taking the time to help out with this january series and with this day one first steps with the divorce coach because I, I i know that people are really in a place right now where they need to hear that that wisdom and and insight from you so thank you so much
1: Well, thank you for having me. As always, I'm honored to have the opportunity to sit and talk with you. I I love when we have these conversations.
0: (laughs) They're always, always wonderful. I know we'll have you back. If you guys have questions for Kelly please feel free to reach out to me. You can, you can always send an email at divorceandbeyondpod at gmail.com or just go to the website guys and you can leave me a message there or Instagram. Kelly and I maybe will pop on a live and answer some of your questions there on Instagram. So follow Kelly on Instagram as well. So you're at First Steps Divorce. Yes, I am. Yep. So go follow her there. We'll have links to everything in the show notes and we'll see you next week. We have a financial expert coming on next week to help you with the beginning stages of your divorce. Uh, Heather Locus is returning to join us again. So thank you so much, Kelly.